And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Cause I got friends in places where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases my blues away. And I'll be okay. Oh, I'm not big on social grace. Think I'll slip on down to the oasis. Oh, I got friends in all places. Jeez. Good morning, sweet. And welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Wednesday, October 19th, 2022. Let the conversation begin. <laughs> I'm J.D. Skeets here in the Classic Factory alongside me, as always. It's Tess Mellis. Hey, everybody. Hey, Tess. Next to him, it's the bearded one, my top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. And over yonder, making the magic happen, super producer, J.D. Hello. There he is. And here we are. Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Hit the like button, subscribe if you haven't, comment away, share the show. Get your No Dunks merch, immaculate items always available at NoDunks.com, including this uh, brand new Classic Factory neon sign, t-shirt. You can get it in hoodie form, and mug mm-hmm. form, and hat form, so <laughs> go to NoDunks.com and send in your questions and comments all the time to NoDunks at TheAthletic.com. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, at NoDunksInc. We also have... I'm just going to keep reminding you for the next couple days here, this new No Dunks NBA Survivor Pool that we encourage you to jump in. It's free to play. I think uh, the top prizes are NBA jerseys. So maybe you can get a Jordan, Pippen, or Rodman jersey. <laughs> Apparently those are uh, hot-selling items, according to Lids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go stop at Lids and get you an old jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the link to get in this Survivor Pool, it's in the comments section below this YouTube video, also in the podcast description. Click through, it's run your pool, sign up, get in there, and then you have, like, I don't think we officially start until basically week two of the NBA season, and it's one of those things where you just got to pick one game, like one team that's got to win, and then you move on, but you can't pick that team again. It's pretty simple. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right. On today's No Dunks. Just it's gotta, just, what, what, what? what uh, I just got to order. I got to order one of those classic factory sweaters, hoodies. Because I'm a dummy and I took the uh, heat remote control home. And then I wore a t-shirt <laughs> yeah. with the control in my pocket, which was stupid. You know, why wouldn't I wear a sweater knowing that I took the yeah, heat that we couldn't to turn the classic the heat factory? Yeah, right. Really weird maneuver. Anyways, ordered. Yeah. Classic factory purple hoodie. Good. It comes quick. Me. Breaking tea. Yeah. They, don't, they don't mess around. Yeah, there it is. All right. It's just one game, but JD, let's do it. Yeah, time to overreact. Yeah, baby. Sick new intro there from JD. One game, that ain't going to stop us from like completely overreacting, going nuts, <laughs> dropping hot takes that you can't even hold. These hot takes are going to warm you up. Yeah, man. I can't wait. Uh, get us started, Taz. We'll do it We'll do it for each game first. Let's start with the Celtic Sixers. Uh, Celtics beat them 126-117. It's just one game, but... Oh, yeah. Let's cook, Let's cook these takes. I, I don't have crazy ones. I've got a few here. So do you tell me which is the hottest, okay? okay? It's just one game, but the Celtics are winning the one seed. It's just one game, but Joel Embiid is not winning MVP. Okay. That hurts. That hurts, but it that might was your be pick. true. Yeah. yeah. It's just one game, but Ime Udoka is not coming back to coach the Boston Celtics. That could very well be true. This Boston Celtics team, baby, uh, they're just building on last year. Nobody wants to face this team. And the the whole Joel Embiid thing, he's going up against the backup center for the Boston Celtics, in essence, to start, which is Al Horford, which is a great center, but no Robert Williams. Gets Al Horford in trouble, Mm -hmm. in in foul trouble really early. And then this team, Noah Vonley, buy your Noah Vonley stock, comes out and plays uh, Joel Embiid fairly well. 
and just runs down the throat of the Sixers team. 24 to 2 in fast break points, just just such a tough team to play offense against. I I, I don't want to jump to conclusions about the Joel Embiid thing because again the Celtics team is just so damn good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just cover up for everybody. And Al Horford, you know, getting to the coach side of things, Al Horford said I was just concerned that we were getting a little too in the moment. You know, Joel Embiid and Marcus Smart are flopping all over the place, and I I, I wanted us to focus, and that's why they're going to be so good. You know, regardless of who the the lead coach is. They've got Malcolm Brogdon. They've got Al Horford. They've got so many coaches on the floor. And then they've got two guys who aren't in their prime and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum playing you know, their best ball of their careers. They're only going to build on what happened last year in the finals. They were a 54-and-a-half over-under win total team, uh, the highest in the league. And there's a reason for that. And I guess people wanted, you know, you want a narrative to say this team's not going to make that number. Oh, the coach isn't there. But – this team is just too good. <laughs> I don't think the coaching is going to be a problem, especially in the regular season. Uh, and uh, the Sixers are just predictable, and, and the Celtics just thrive on that. They eat that up. They chewed it up. They're just so slow. Chew it up. They, Maxi, they, you want Maxi to run, but who's he going to run with? Like, Doc Rivers wants Maxi to run. He's not running. Harden's not running. Embiid's not running. Tobias Harris isn't running. Uh, P.J. Tucker's not running. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're just predictable, and Embiid wasn't predictable enough, really. He wasn't – He he was a monster in the in the second half to some degree getting the post plays, but not enough. Not enough. We, we got a, you got Al Horford and Noah Vonley, especially Noah Vonley. Chew him up. It didn't happen. What do you think of those uh, hot takes there? Yeah, How sorry. hot were they? Uh, you didn't go far enough on Embiid, I don't think. It's just one game, but Joel Embiid is washed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's supposed to be hot overreactions, right? Yeah, yeah you can read. Not, he's not going to win MVP. Come on, man. I thought we said bold takes, but man, Embiid looked slow last night. This looked like Embiid in February in a game that doesn't matter. This was not an opening night against a rival that you're going to be going up against for the one seed kind of performance. He looked frustrated by the double teams. He looked tentative. He was holding the ball for way too long. He had six turnovers to five assists. He did finally start putting up numbers in the fourth quarter, but that's because the Celtics just decided to stay home. The only thing that was going to beat them at that point was somebody getting hot from three-point land, so they let Embiid go one-on-one, and he finally was good one-on-one. But playing against Vonley, that was ridiculous. The fact that they allowed Vonley to play 20-plus minutes when the guy's basically been out of the league. This is Joel Embiid. Get in the post. Get him the ball in the post. These were some terrible passing into the post. I thought, like, the entry passes were just brutal. It was crazy to see Grant Williams be able to stay on the court against Embiid. At least he's a strong guy. Blake Griffin stayed on the court against Embiid. But Vonley, that was ridiculous. A lot of it comes to me, uh, comes down on Doc Rivers. Like, how is this team playing so slow? They looked incredibly slow. Uh, the athleticism gap that the Celtics have is so real. 24-2, to like you said, in fast break points. The bench looked better from the Celtics than uh, than um, than it did for the Sixers. D'Anthony Melton was getting cooked left and right yep. by Malcolm Brogdon. That was weird. So this was about as disappointing of a start for the Sixers as you possibly could, uh, could ask for. So I'm with you, Tass. I mean, for me, the Celtics are now Eastern Conference favorites after one game. I feel like a fool for thinking that the Sixers mm. would finish with the one seed. Yeah, I went with, just to piggyback on what you were saying about Melton there, it's just one game, but the Sixers' offseason moves were vastly overrated. A-plus they were getting from everybody, including us. Give it a give it a D, give it an F. None of these guys, they got help last night. It's just one game. That's the whole point of this thing, right? But uh, Melton, you said, yeah, defensively rough. Tucker, their defensive guy, uh, couldn't stop either Tatum or Brown. Both of those guys go for 35 points. Melton was 5 points in 21 minutes. He was a minus 13 out there. Montrose Harrell, all he did was foul. He missed a bunny or two. And then I, I didn't even I forgot House was on the team. House Jr. I mean he didn't make a basket. He didn't do a whole lot. Those were like four pickups that we were, you know, applauding Maury and the Sixers for going out to get. And, and uh, again, this is one game. It will maybe come to fruition here with this team. But uh, one one night it, they didn't do anything. It was Vonley beating all these guys. Yeah, the thing you worry about with Joel Embiid is that he's the runner-up uh, as the MVP the last two seasons and he's just he's one of those guys that needs to be motivated and i wonder if he's just kind of done with winning mvp <laughs> and he's and, never, and, done never won it i know but done with the, <laughs> the 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 challenge of winning it because he hasn't won it the last two years and I mean, what else is the reason 
why 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 did he perform the way he did why did he not destroy anybody inside i think a lot of it is you can we can overreact to the sixers being bad but it's the celtics defense it was it is it isn't one-on-one basketball it's not just going up against noah von Lightman. grant williams was good in getting in front of him and being as big as he possibly can and that's big but you know mb should beat him but this is a, this is a very good Celtics defensive team, and I, and I just wonder if Embiid is going to have the motor to do it uh, night in and night out. But again, it's this is the Celtics. Yeah, he's this not is playing a the team Celtics that went to the NBA, yeah. it went to the NBA Finals because uh, they piss off people. I mean, they turned Kevin Durant, the best scorer of this generation, into uh, a shell of himself last year in those four games. So I think they did a good job, uh, just pissing off Joel Embiid, and and they were all happy to allow Harden to do what he did, and he did look pretty damn good uh, for most. It looked it looked like Harden for a good chunk of it, like the good Harden, uh, where he was going one-on-one and doing his thing. And the Celtics were happy to give them that. What did you think of Harden's performance? Harden was their best player last night. I think Maxi had a nice stretch where he was cooking Marcus Smart in the second quarter. Uh, Harden got a lot of his points on Marcus Smart as well, which I thought was funny to see. 35 points, five threes, seven assists to three turnovers. He definitely grifted some free throws uh, (laughs) on three-point shots, some uh, classic Harden lazy defense in transition. The drives were there occasionally. I don't think he has the pop that we saw in Houston, but he's settling kind of into the Chris Paul role now where he's a straight-up point guard. But I don't know. It's like the pick-and-roll combination with him and Joel Embiid is so good. It works. It definitely works. They got some easy baskets for Embiid rolling to the hoop. But I would rather see him beat it inside. I'd rather see him posting up more oh, of often course. and working that way because after he doesn't get the ball a few times, he's just going to pop to the three-point line, and he does nothing out there. Like, mm-hmm. he's a fine enough shooter, yeah. but he's more effective inside drawing free throws and getting buckets. So, yeah, you get some easy stuff from a Harden and bead pick and roll, but it's almost shooting yourself in the foot. It kind of reminds me of, like, when they used to post up Jermaine O'Neal on the Warriors. Like, why are you posting up Jermaine O'Neal when you have Steph Curry and Klay Thompson out there? Why are you running pick and roll for Joel Embiid? We could just throw him the ball and go to the free throw line a million times. It was cool seeing uh, Malcolm Brogdon out there, to me, looking slim, looking svelte with the new haircut. I think just flashing back to last year's Boston Celtics run where sometimes they got a little ahead of themselves, especially Marcus Smart. Sometimes you know, just too rushed. Sometimes into panic mode a little bit. If Malcolm Brogdon was there, it just feels like they're the champions right now. I, I think they would have run their offense a little bit better. They would have gotten to things a little bit better. They just would have got the right spots. They wouldn't have given it up as much. They wouldn't have turned it over the way they did against the the Warriors. Malcolm Brogdon is uh, just, just a so damn force. good. And they don't, you know, they they, they didn't miss Robert Williams for a freaking second last night. No, not uh, last night. They, uh, yeah, they. They're just so into playing defense, and that defense leads to offense. And uh, the Sixers, yeah, it was it was disappointing, obviously. The last we saw of Tatum, obviously in the NBA Finals, I'd forgotten that he went like six of eighteen and had like a brutal NBA Finals. Really, I mean, he shot thirty six percent after an incredible year and incredible series before that. Sort of just because of the Warriors' defense and what Wiggins did on him and all the guys they could throw at him and maybe fatigue, like, catching up to him. He just had a bad, bad NBA Finals in those six games for the most part. Uh, Last night, though, holy crap. It's just one game, but Tatum and Brown are sharing a plate of nachos at the MVP table? Because they were there first. (laughs) They arrived early. No traffic. They came together. They carpooled to the MVP restaurant. And uh, because they were the first game, they were the first two sitting there. Um, you know, trying to share, like, a decide on what they were going to order and what, you know, type of bottle of wine they were going to get tonight. They're the first two there. 35 each. They both looked awesome. I thought the game, actually, the remember the Sixers went on a run in the second quarter? They couldn't miss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like, it was, the lead was, like, starting to grow and grow and grow. And it was Brown and Tatum that put an end to that, to, like, basically, oh, it made it a tie game going into the half, 63-63. Uh, those final five minutes of the second quarter, that game could have got away from the, from the Celtics, and they refused to let it. It was Brown hitting little dinkers and dumpers, getting them up on the rim, and it was Tatum in transition with some beautiful finishes. He had that and one where he sort of contorted his body after the little Euro, then had another one where he blew by Harden. Those guys looked incredible. So they're in, they're on the short list right now for MVP. I hope that one of them doesn't eat all the fully loaded nachos. I hope so, That's too. That's a rule at a lot of places. But, I mean, <laughs> 35 points from each of them, and they were each 
strong in their various areas where they're strong. Like you're saying, I thought it was cool to see Tatum running the court. Not necessarily something he always done, but it was, he's always done. But it was clearly like uh, an emphasis for Joe Mazzula that they're turning defense into offense and embarrassing for the Sixers to never get back. You're supposed to be a defense-first team, yeah. but I love seeing the way Tatum was just kind of taking what was there. There were so many times last season where maybe he would kind of just drop his shoulder and try and get in the lane and throw up a crazy floater. It just felt like he took whatever shot was there. If there's somebody on him who's six foot three, just rise up and knock down an easy jumper uh, from outside. I mean, they both turned the ball over a little bit. Three turnovers for Tatum, four for Brown, but only 10 on the night for the Celtics. That's their biggest challenge is taking care of the ball. When they hang on to the ball like this and are able to get shot attempts, they're good. (laughs) <laughs> they're just good. They're straight up good. They played on for each other, too. Like, there's so many back cuts. You had multiple people in transition the entire time. Yeah. They're setting screens. The ball is moving. It was no soloists at all last night. This looked like an ensemble, and it looked like they picked off where they left off last year. Last yeah. year. Left off. Picked <laughs> off where they left off last year. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there we go. Uh, they did pick up where they left off. Uh, <laughs> for sure. Because uh, Jalen Brown said it after the game, you know, things were getting all testy there. Embiid flopping, also slipping uh, with Marcus Smart. You know, it's a flop off with those two going at it. Uh, But uh, he said, you know, it it was getting testy. He just said, we're not taking no mess this year. We're just, we're serious. We're all business. And that's exactly what happened last year uh, in the the playoff run. They got serious. They get down, they scrap uh, for each other. Again, they didn't miss their seven-foot center that could be their best defender because they all play with each other they play yeah for each other on offense but also for each other on defense so this team yeah the highest over under number coming into this season and everybody just wanted to go under but it's it's the best team in the eastern conference for the regular season it sure feels like right here we want to hear from you guys in the stream team it's just one game but fill in the blank have at it there uh and uh let's hear what you got with these games let's move to the other one warriors Defeat the Lakers on ring night, 123-109 in the end. Uh, It's just one game, but (laughs) Trey, you get us started. It's just one game, but the Warriors are the best team in the NBA. They've got the best starting lineup, and they've got the best bench. I mean, look at what they did last night. I think it's honestly incredible. We know their starting lineup is incredibly, incredibly expensive, and they paid off pretty well last night. 33 for Curry, 20 for Wiggins. 18 for Clay Thompson in just 20 minutes. Only Steph went over 30 minutes uh, in the game against the Lakers last night because their bench was so good. Jordan Poole, I thought his impact was even better than his numbers showed. He only finished with 12 points on 4 of 15 shooting, but 7 assists I thought was huge. He's got the little in-out righty dribble that freezes guys every single time. The passing was real creative. He's the Steph of the bench. He really stirs the drink for them. James Wiseman was efficient and active last night. 8 points on 4 of 6 shooting. I thought he was even better on the glass. 7 rebounds. He just looks like he jumps faster than he did when he was a rookie. And Dante DiVincenzo looked like a nice two-way player last night. He had a three. He was setting up Wiseman. He was disruptive on defense. And then Jermichael Green hit two threes last night. They got something from basically everybody up and down the roster. Good luck beating the Warriors. The last dance is off to a strong start. Steve Kerr played 11 players in the first half. Like, he, like, he loves strength in numbers. And it's no joke. Uh, Outside of really... Maybe Kaminga, you could say, had a bad game off of the bench. Uh, that's fine. He'll have a night where he goes for 25, I'm sure. Um, yeah, what everybody assholes. contributed. What assholes. These Golden State Warriors. They just they produce great players. You see, all this, this team is, this organization is just so damn good. And the envy, of, I'm sure so many other teams. Like, <laughs> I'm say, sure the Lakers would have liked a few uh, of their players uh, last night. Yeah, well, you know, the 10th, 11th guys on on. The Warriors, like Moses Moody, probably starting on on the Los <laughs> Angeles Lakers. Yeah, probably. Uh, you know, part of why they go 11 deep is because there's a minute restriction for Draymond Green and Clay Thompson. Uh, but the fact that they can do that, it just it just shows you how damn good this team is. They took Andrew Wiggins. I'm, I'm just watching Andrew Wiggins in the last few minutes. You know, four and a half minutes left. The mean step back. The mean step back in the corner. What confidence! And then two huge shots with two and a half minutes left uh, to you know really ice, ice, ice this thing when it was it was over. They they took that guy. They, Dante DiVincenzo is going to work out pretty damn well here. Uh, Jermichael Green is going to work out ridiculously well here. You know, people mocked them for uh, you know, choosing who they choose uh, chose. Excuse me, with James Wiseman uh, over Anthony Edwards. You know, when when this is all said and done, when when Steph Curry is back there, 
you know, accepting uh, or, you know, being congratulated at rig night instead of Sean Livingston back there and Maurice Spates, who they had back there when it's the, when he's retired, I think James Wiseman is probably the better choice because he'll be playing with Jordan Poole. It's, it's, it's going to be, it's just going to be, uh, I, the thing is bigger than Steph. He knows that the thing is obviously bigger than Draymond. The thing's just going to keep on going. Uh, and it's just a ridiculously good franchise while the other side is sad. <laughs> so sad on opening night. I think, you could jump to a conclusion with the Lakers. I mean, you went harder in, in the opening game with your it's just one game, but you didn't go hard enough in the second one with uh, your Warriors. Well, I wanted to start with the good team, mm-hmm. the team that we're actually going to talk about for the whole season, because my other take is it's just one game, but the Lakers have the worst 3 through 15 in the league. LeBron, he's good. Anthony <laughs> Davis, he's good. Everybody else, that's a 30-win team. Russell Westbrook and 30. the rest of the guys, yeah. that would be a 30-win team. That's hot. I don't know. Well, you put Westbrook on a bad team, and he's going to drag him to 30 wins. They started Patrick Beverly, Russell Westbrook, and Lonnie Walker the fourth. Yeah. It's tiny. On opening night. Yeah. They yeah. played Juan Toscano-Anderson a lot. Yeah. And they have to. Yeah. They played Wenyan Gabriel a lot. Oh, he was in early. Matt Ryan, he was playing quarterback for the Colts <laughs> on Sunday. He's the new Dion. He's getting opening night minutes. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Uh, I mean, you got to agree a little bit with Charles Barkley. There is no joy in Russell Westbrook's basketball game right now, and that has filtered into the whole team. This looks like an angry, bad vibes team. They need shooting, and they need players. Honestly, they almost got to trade Westbrook for the two Indiana guys just so they can turn one player into two players. Yep. I, I wrote down it's just one game, but the Lakers need to trade for Buddy Heald yesterday because they can't shoot at all. I mean, they need somebody to let it fly. They were 10 of 40, and it's not going to get better, I don't think. No. <laughs> like who? They don't have any lasers. They don't have lasers, said LeBron. <laughs> yeah, they. We got no Ooh. lasers. Ooh. Uh, they will. The the fact that they stink like this, they'll make that trade. They'll make a trade in October. They have to. They have to. They they can't go they on like days. this in game one. I, I'm with you. They have to trade Russell Westbrook, and maybe it's fine that they started him because they showed that the guy can play and <laughs> feature him. I guess. Uh, yeah. He. he you know. Russ was not the reason they lost to the Warriors last no. night. No. Not at all. But no. uh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they don't have support, but they need some some defense. They could help uh, with a defender beside Anthony Davis. Uh, the 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 whole Damian Jones experiment that lasted didn't start. Uh, it didn't. It didn't even go into the regular play. season. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it's it's unfortunate uh, that the Lakers are probably going to have to give up a pick here. And you look at the other side, the Warriors have used that those picks, won championships, and are going to use those picks to progress into the, the 2020s here with a really good team. While the Lakers are just going to have to give all theirs up. And that's, uh, that's, that's kind of the price of having LeBron on your team sometimes. But LeBron said it on opening night. On opening night, he couldn't be more clear that we suck. He, he, he took the podium, and, and he said, uh, we're getting great looks, but it could also be teams giving us great looks, <laughs> yeah. to be completely yeah. honest. We're not a team constructed of great shooting. Yeah, that's why they had 40 attempts. They shouldn't be shooting 43 balls with that roster. Anyways, it's not like we're sitting here with a lot of lasers on our team, as he said. I mean, he's been, <laughs> okay. all, not, in no other league, and that's why the NBA is great. No other league is you know one of the best players in the league currently, the, the best player of our generation coming out and saying, we suck. Do something, Palenka, <laughs> now. And Palenka's going to have to react. Right, right. They, they can't have 82 games of this. You don't they think can't. they'll wait to see uh, what? what the what? team looks like when they get Schroeder back and Bryant back and, <laughs> Just wait. and, and uh, Brown Jr. back? I mean, they're missing some guys. Yeah, but they I, are. And that's not going to help them all that guys. much. Yeah, Those yeah. are not guys. Thomas, yeah. Thomas Bryant. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm joking. Or here. names you don't know. Thomas Bryant is not a name. <laughs> I mean, he's not. he hasn't done enough in this league. Troy Brown hasn't done enough in this league. Yeah. They, they don't have any locks. That, that are that are going to help. So you think before uh, before Palinka can put on a Halloween costume, that they're going to have made a deal. No, Palinka's going to have to pull off his mask when when he's taking his kids around trick or treat and take the call, and say, "Yeah, we're doing it, Kevin Pritchard, <laughs> Buddy Heald, and Miles Turner for two draft picks." Oh, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt to say it. Aren't the Pacers well, for, just going to be asking for more and more as this goes on? I mean, as they see yeah. the Lakers oh, piling definitely. up loss after loss, like, nah, maybe another pick. Another future pick. Anthony Davis is all right, though. He'll be fine. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. He, was, he I can dominate he when good. he wanted. Yeah, and it was fine. Well, sort nice of. Look. Sort of. It was like they were posting him up, and he was scoring, but it wasn't getting any better shots for everybody else on the Lakers, which is kind of the point. Like, 
the Lakers won the points in the paint battle. They won the fast break points battle. They were pretty much even on the glass and in steals and blocks, but they shot 25% from three. LeBron has to be the best shooter on the Lakers. They're asking too much from LeBron. He can score 30 points per game every night, but they shouldn't be required, or he shouldn't be required to have a 30-point triple-double uh, every night for them to be competitive. No, it's not very nice. Yeah, they need, they need somebody. They should uh, see if they can get TJ McConnell thrown in as well. <laughs> they could like literally, them. players who could play would yeah. help. Yeah, hmm. because Ooh. I don't. You don't need to see Matt Ryan. I'm sorry. You don't need honestly to see Austin Reeves either. <laughs> Schroeder. I mean, Tro- I saw Troy Bond Jr. play a lot last year. He was one of the worst players in the league. <laughs> That's worse than wanting Trevor Ariza to come back. I don't know. Uh, but man, that was. It looked like the same Lakers team that we saw yeah. tanking out of the playing tournament yeah. last year. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, I felt very comfortable in watching last night's game where we had put the Lakers in our tier podcast, which we had in the play-in. And we also had an email on Beach Steppin where someone was saying, how great will it be if the Lakers win the number one pick and they've got to give it to the Pelicans <laughs> uh, for Wembenyama? And it was like, whoa, that's a funny joke. Good email, man. <laughs> is it is it possible oh uh, yeah but a guy, uh, who, guy who played named cole swider yesterday i thought it was cole swindell the country music singer for a second like, what's going on who's that who's cole who's either cole of these swider? guys you're talking about <laughs> who are these people right. i think a cole swider is when you live uh leave a hamburger in the fridge overnight <laughs> oh that's cold slider um any other uh, uh it's just one I game thought, butts I that you want to go with swider is what garrett cole deals to the Guardians. Sliders. Ah, it's a cold slider, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that's the same thing as a slider. <laughs> uh, anything else from this, uh, from this, you know, dominating, demolishing victory? I saw your tweet. Tass, Tass tweets this morning, look at NBA app, not holding back. It's got, like, the uh, photo of the game, and it says, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but... Uh, Warriors demolish Lakers. You're not uh, paraphrasing. That's what, it, that's what Warriors it said. Warriors celebrate title, demolish Lakers in opener. Okay. That's what the NBA, the NBA app says. And, and so. I, that's changed. That's changed. The, the language has changed to really just put down the, any team. They just wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's changed. It's changed. They've gone Gen Z. You know, they want the clicks. No, no. It changed because someone's like, well, we can't use demolish. Yeah, exactly. They changed it to dominate. Like, well, th- then it changed again. What? So they changed. Yeah, it, it was dominate. <laughs> then it went to roll past Lakers. Oh, it's changed multiple times. It went from demolish to dominate to roll past? Yeah. Well, well wait Isn't a second here. I'm seeing it changed again. <laughs> Warriors squeak by Lakers on ring lights? That's insane! Holy. Lakers win? What? The NBA just gave the Lakers a victory? They took it away from the Warriors. Silver, what the hell's going on here? Well, yeah, they want to do that because they're like, we got the Lakers on national TV games like a hundred times, man. They're on a ton. We're screwed. Make it sound like they're just just lost. Let's see what it says now. We went from dominate to... No, demolish, demolish to dominate. They to... went. We, okay, let's check Come it out on. here. Demolish to dominate to roll past to squeak by <laughs> yep. to the Lakers win. It's still roll past. Okay. Roll okay, past. Guys. Come on, roll through and change it back to demolish because yeah, that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. yeah. In fact, the, the the final score looked closer than it was. Yeah. Like it doesn't look that bad. Points. Yeah, it's like uh, I mean, it was close for a right. bit. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll have more takeaways from NBA opening night and some news to tackle. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I got to get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute. But man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. 
It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of No Dunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. All right, still here in the Classic Factory. We got over 1,200 people watching live, part of the stream team. Only 130 likes. That's some straight-up bullshit. (laughs) Hit the like button. Hit the dumb thumb emoji. I know you Gen Zers hate the thumb emoji now, but come on, we're old here. Hit it. Gives us validation. (laughs) Tells us you like it. Uh, the only way to tell. Right. I, I just gave a thumb to a, a stream teamer who commented, yeah. Danielle rolls past childbirth uh, Kev, for Kevin <laughs> Aquino. That's a good one, Kevin Aquino. Two thumbs for you. There you go. Very well done. Uh, I got some random questions, uh, both looking back and looking forward here, guys. Uh, any other takeaways from last night's NBA opening night games? Either on the floor, something we didn't talk about, the production, pregame festivities, anything. Where do you want to go? It's just one ring. <laughs> <laughs> but putting 43 diamonds on the face of the Warriors championship rings is the ultimate flex. Steph, Cor- Steph Curry scored 43 points in game four of the finals last year, and they put 43 f- diamonds on the front of it. Oh, That's cool. pretty cool. It's it's like, it's got a little trap door. Got a little trap door. Yeah, so you it can slides see. open. Looks- we got four titles. Moses Moody, you only got one, you dum-dum. <laughs> I love it. There's just so many ways to flex on people yeah, with these cool. rings. I saw Joe Lacob was very excited that behind the Warriors trophies, you can see a little bit of an etching of a parquet floor because they won in Boston. Yes, yes. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, my only thing I didn't really like from the ring ceremony, we could use a new song about rings. It, oh, yeah. Yeah. They, did the, they played the Drake song yeah. from What a Time to Be Alive. Which the Warriors did use, I feel yeah, like, yeah. Uh, back when they won the title. It must have been the 2015 title, so maybe that's why they did I think did they've it. always sort of used it, yeah. But we could use a new one. <laughs> uh, do you prefer it yeah. to We Are the Champions, though? You, okay, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, sort I of the new so. version for that's it. A good, that's a good point. <laughs> 21st century We Are the Champions. From Queen to Drake, I wonder who's next. Lizzo, probably? <laughs> maybe, maybe. In the 2030s? I mean, you could just... Use a song you like. It doesn't have to be that <laughs> on the nose. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. I, I mean, it was fine. It was fine. The guys jived with it. It, it was yeah, fine. Yeah. It was, it was a good celebration. It was cool how I mentioned the guys come back. You know, Zaza Pachuli is there. Sean Livingston is there. Uh, Zaza stepped under Sean Livingston, hurt his ankle. No, he didn't. Maurice Spates. You know, those those guys were there. That was cool. Battle's got a pop. Yeah. Crowd went bonkers for yeah. him. That was cool. Yeah, I liked his reaction. He was old. I mean, he's, he's old. I mean, he he's seemed almost old. a little confused where he was, but uh, yeah, the crowd was showing him a lot of love. Yeah, I like to believe he was just like, come on, get the camera off me type, yeah. type of reaction. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but it, it was there was a reason that they gave Clay Thompson the mic first because of what he went through to get back there. Uh, and it was very funny that Clay Thompson gave Curry the mic and said, now I'm passing the mic to my man Curry when it was actually supposed to be a video that was playing. Clay didn't yeah. give a crap. Yeah. Uh, and then Curry did extremely well uh, to mention Brittany Griner being mm-hmm. incarcerated and because uh, it's, it's her birthday, shouting out uh, the employee that he brought out there yeah. to receive her ring. Um I forget her name. Uh, anybody got Nenea, a name? Nenea Gwinnan? Nguinan? Something. Wow, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, Nenea, that's right. And, uh, yeah, Steph was Steph was good. Steph was good. No prompter. He didn't need anything, but he had lots of stuff to say. And yeah, I, I enjoyed it. The, the jackets, that's what always gets me. The zip-up. <laughs> you like that? Oh, fire, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. yeah. They're made for one single night, and they're always just – they're just classic. They just – they just give you gold. They give you the you trophies. Gold on Simple there. as that. White and gold. You know, reminded me of a, a day three years ago when the Raptors received theirs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I just, I just, I felt like the fans were actually fans there, and it weren't. They weren't priced out fans for a moment. But then I remembered, like an hour later, that oh yeah, these guys are all. These aren't the real, <laughs> the real fans. But uh, yeah, it was. I think it was well done. Yeah, I think uh, both 
pregame festivities were pretty incredible. I went back. We were live doing our pregame stream uh, before the Sixers Celtics game, so we weren't like listening to it. We just I just had the monitor on, but I went back and made sure to watch the clips. Uh, what they did for Bill Russell uh, prior to that Celtics game was pretty special. And then I thought the ring night was really well done too. Outside of uh, Clay Thompson not reading the uh, Google Doc rundown <laughs> of uh, how things were going to go, he just uh, <laughs> he just flies by the seat of his pants. Yeah. He's like he maybe he he was probably in the Google Doc, but he, he doesn't care. He's like I'm just going to give it to Curry. Now. He's like, yeah, I saw it. I talked, then Steph talked, <laughs> which I guess was kind of true. Yeah, there was, was some a... other stuff in the middle as well. The other thing I, that I was curious was, obviously, you know, everybody gets their rings, and then they go underneath the banner to yep. take a picture. Yep. A lot of different poses. You saw the core members doing their four rings. You saw a lot of, like, fist out. Yep which you got to do to show off the, the size of that thing. But my favorite was at one point, Andrew Wiggins was holding his hips like this. <laughs> yeah. Like he just got his nails done. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like they took multiple photos too. It was like, okay, serious photo that we're putting our, like they've done this before. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're framing we, we, this yeah, and yeah. then let's get down and, yeah, that's what you do. Fun. You take the we gotta look hard photo. Then we gotta look. We gotta do a silly one. Yeah. Now do whatever you want. Change yeah. up your position. Got maybe, to. maybe someone drops their knee. Yeah, for sure. They, they've done it before. Is the best way to put it. Yeah, both both uh, both pregame festivities were awesome in Boston and uh, San Francisco. There. Uh, other takeaway from last night. Uh, TNT. What's going on with the audio? Ooh, yeah. That <laughs> what's was, uh, going on with the audio? Is it the TNT's problem? I know everybody's like, TNT, fix your problem. Well, I mean, is it, okay. Is it's, it, well, who is it? Well, I don't it's, know. it's the it, broadcast. I mean. Well, it's coming for the broadcast, then it's going through the distributors that's coming to us in our homes. Here comes <laughs> yeah, JD. That's TNT. Let's go. Let's go. It's, it's on them. Of course it's on them. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe I mean, it's, and, it's and through, the, just for those like that don't know, local. It, the issue was it was like yeah, Eagle was like uh, could see the future. A split. He was like a red. split second <laughs> calling swish or a bucket, or you'd hear the crowd, and then the video would like. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, it was annoying. It was annoying, but I don't know. Maybe it's the cabling in the arena. I don't know. <laughs> well, that, but that comes down to the to yeah, TNT. TNT's, that, that, TNT's all of that stuff has to be faxed out. All of it has to, you know, obvious technical problems happen all the time. Yeah, yeah. of course they know, happen all the time. Somebody's got to be blamed, in the studio and, here. and you blame. But it felt like they couldn't fix that one. Right. It, it, I don't know. I don't did know. it get better? Or did we just get used to it as the game went on? I don't. I thought no. it was there the whole damn thing. It was. Yeah. Yeah. In the second game, it was just off. Yeah. I think it. I think it was out of their control, Brady. <laughs> there I think was, it was also... somebody in the building. I, I think they don't know what caused yeah. it, and they were running around. Yeah. The engineers Scrambling. were going crazy. It's still their fault, though. Fine. You got to blame somebody. Yeah, you got to blame somebody. That's that's life. The more distracting <laughs> issue to me was there were times when they would be going from like the sideline st- standard camera yeah. view, and then they would cut to like a baseline camera of somebody shooting a free throw. I remember it happening. L- with Malcolm Brogdon, mm-hmm. most obviously. Yeah. And you could tell that that was like a split second off. So it would be like you'd see him do his shoulders to get ready for a shot. And then it would cut, and he would do his shoulders again. That's weird. That, that was weird. Yeah, yeah. What? That, that's not on TNT. <laughs> <laughs> and like, Where do you want to put it on? I don't – I think it's the people in the building. I want to blame the building. Boston. The Gremlins, blame man. TD Gremlins. This one's on yeah. Yeah. I, yes. Yes. <laughs> have you ever seen what, what Trey just said, that you literally – the cameras were not in sync? Like, they weren't – it was like yeah, they sync like, issues. They definitely. Had hey, look, what it was game one on? for them too. I know they get some preseason reps in, yeah, but uh, weird. stuff stuff happens. It, it could be new technology they're dealing with as well Ooh. that they've launched for opening night. They usually test this stuff at uh, summer league, and I don't know what it is, but Trey, I saw a similar thing. Just a guy in a corner. And they cut cameras, and then it's the guy in the corner again. You see the pass twice, and yeah. it's, it's a split second. It's by frames, but it is yeah. super distracting. It was so distracting yeah. that you know Nora was in the room watching the game with me. Like she's on her phone generally, but she even was like, "What's going on? Are they trying to be like like artsy about this?" <laughs> no, was, they're they're messing up. Oh, I, don't know what I hated it. I hated it. Yeah, it felt like a simulation. Elon <laughs> Musk is right. This is a simulation. Jesus, Jesus. Uh, I didn't like that one uh, bit. Any other notes? Uh, what's going on with the NBA at the league? Pass out. Do we have blackouts or not? When I log, we... got no problem shitting on the league pass out. Are we blackout? TNT. No, we might I'm... have a job. No, in the future. no, 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 no. No, they just signed a ten-year deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they got no money left over for no us. spots on the grid. No, we can't no. afford us either. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I sympathize with the workers in that building, okay. and and it could have literally been 
It could have been the Bean Towners messing with somebody. Oh, <laughs> no, we're, no, we're blaming it on the fans. No, 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 no. It was, no, no, no. It was, it was Chief. It no. was Chief. Oh, it was. It was Chief it was, in the stream. It was. It was Todd Crow. It was Todd Crow. Todd Crow was there. Pass, anyways, pass. What's your do we have blackouts or not? <laughs> do, are we blackout free or not? Because I tune in, I log in, and I'm getting the, I'm getting the TNT uh, over the the backboard cam and the, yeah, the yeah. overtime, overtime cam, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I'm seeing just the ISO cam of LeBron. I can't see the game. I can't see the game. <laughs> I want to be. I literally, I literally had you know those four cameras. You watched uh, the game? No, on, no, no, no. Oh, okay. I was trying to, I was trying <laughs> to watch. I was trying to watch on my computer. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, I didn't have the access, so I had to go back. I was trying to double screen it. I was trying to take oh, in a little boy. baseball and a little basketball. Oh, but, I see. Uh, but I had to. I had to change the game up. What am I going to do tonight when Survivor is on? Am I going to be? Am I going to be blacked out? Am I going to be blacked out? Hit me up. Steve Cantana, hit think, me up. Do you, think, do you think Survivor's blacked out in Fiji? <laughs> home game. Great question. Uh, sorry, home game. So, okay, okay, okay. You can't watch the immunity challenges if they're on your beach. <laughs> okay, so you see, uh, you see Owen. He, he's he's trying to he's trying to flint. Oh, 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 oh we're, in yeah, we're in Survivor. We're in Survivor. He's trying to use the flint to light the flame. Camera switch. Oh, you see him light, trying to light the flame again. Yeah. Who are you blaming that on? Are you blaming that <laughs> on? Jeff Probst. Jeff Probst. Yes. Yeah, Jeff Probst's problem. Yeah. You got to blame somebody. Get a big bait. Okay, uh, well, you said uh, Survivor on tonight. Hold on, I got one more take. Oh, oh, I love that. Just the, I feel like it's maybe the one thing that happened last night that we didn't talk a lot about. Okay. Marcus Smart and Joel Embiid. Ugh. Mid-season form from a flopping <laughs> perspective. Yeah. Also, uh, some great quotes from Marcus Smart who said he thought Joel Embiid was trying to break his arm. I don't know if he was trying to, but that was a weird pull on it for yep. sure. Yeah, yep. yeah. Just a dangerous move. I didn't think it was particularly malicious, but I like that he said, I could have cracked his head open, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's growing up right there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I also, it took three and a half minutes of the NBA season for us to look at a fucking couple of refs looking at a monitor. Oh, Tony. my God. Tony! Oh, it was yeah. the Horford one, I think, got it started yeah, yeah, with Harden, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, going underneath. And let's go over, take a look at it. <laughs> oh, man. Al Horford. Oh, Al Horford's never done anything flagrant in his life. <laughs> you don't need to look at that. <laughs> they got the flagrant one, Cole. They said it he, they did. Said he so got s- under there. Oh, come on. Okay. Anyway. Uh, anyway, Survivor's on tonight. There's a million games on tonight. So uh, my question, oh, here's the schedule. Good job, JD. Look how many games on. I think the only two teams – that will have not played after tonight is uh, the Bucks and the Clippers, who go on TNT on Thursday night nice. in two respective games. But a uh, ton of games. So the cue for uh, you guys and everybody in the stream team, everybody listening later, what game are you most excited for and why? Get us started. Here's some Raptors propaganda for you, Trey. The Raptors are hosting the... <laughs> First game, huh? They're hosting the Cleveland Cavaliers. No, honestly, if there's a preseason storyline that really anybody should care about. It's kind of the that second tier in the Eastern Conference yeah, of the yeah. teams that will be fighting each other, those two along with the Atlanta Hawks, for the five and six positions in the Eastern Conference. Of course, they want to finish higher in that, and I do believe the Cavs could. It's the Raptors could too, but when you look at the top of the East with the, the Celtics and the Bucks and the Heat and the Sixers, generally I think those top four, but one of those other three teams in the – Cavs, Raptors, or Hawks is going to miss out. So this is this is something. Nice this te- is something. Early test here. Yeah. To see who can take that yes. lead. Well, these will. I mean, if you are right, and I believe you, that they'll probably be very close in the standings come you know April. These will be important victories against each other. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get into a, a tie situation, you have the same record. So Cavs, Raps. I mean, that is a that's a juicy one. Excited to see Donovan Mitchell, obviously on Cleveland too. When you get to any of these, it's like that the Dejounte Murray with the Hawks, and obviously Gobert with the Wolves. Those those are the big ones that you're like, oh, okay, I want I want to see how it works. Yeah, even I can't deny that this is probably the biggest measuring stick game of the night. So Thank that's you. gonna be cool to watch, uh, especially just because, like you're saying, Tass. I think. Uh, these two teams seem like they're going to be battling for 50 wins in that same sort of tier. So we'll allow the Raptor gander right now. Uh, <laughs> what am I excited for? There's a lot of actually really interesting games. I think New Orleans at Brooklyn. We got Zion Williamson returning. We got Ben Simmons returning as well. I think this should have actually been the ESPN game over Knicks versus Grizzlies. Only because you don't know if you're going to be getting both of these teams at full strength again. So it would be a nice time <laughs> to actually see... The best versions of these teams guaranteed. So I'll right. be 
tapping in for that one for yeah, sure. Yeah, nice 7.30 start there. Uh, <laughs> definitely the two late games uh, I'm interested in because you got Maverick Suns on ESPN. That'll be fun come tomorrow's podcast because it'll either be, well, the Suns, <laughs> man, vibes suck. They're toast. Uh, they're going to struggle to win 50 games. Or it'll be like, oh, man, Mavericks losing Brunson. Oh, man, Wood in there now. Can Luka do it all? Like, It'll be like the concern will be there. Whoever loses this game. So that's a big one. And then Blazers-Kings. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Two teams that, uh, well, feels like we're higher on than most. At least my, I am on the Blazers, and then we're all in on the Kings. Everybody's in on the Kings. So, uh, that's a, hey, look, if the Kings want to realistically make the play-in, you got to beat teams like the Blazers. So, a big one there. Big game. The, uh, <laughs> what is it? The Golden One Center. Yeah, I saw they're bringing uh, Meta World Peace and Brad Miller there to ring the cowbell before the game. So... W for Sacramento. Are they really? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, not, that's, oh, that's actually not a joke. That's okay. Cool. Straight up true right <laughs> cool. there. You remember Brad Miller? They had him like sitting courtside during a game last year, and he was enjoying the festivities. He was like, every time they oh, showed yeah. him on the on camera, he's like, ah. <laughs> 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 so he's gonna be partying tonight for sure. Uh, I got my eyes on that one, and I also like that there's a little bit of a sicko test tonight because we've got Orlando at Detroit, two teams that at the end of the season. Probably won't have great records, but right. we're all expecting them both to be entertaining teams. Yep. Are you going to tap in mm. to watch these entertaining but bad teams on opening night while Survivor's still going? The true sicko test. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's helped out by the 7 o'clock start when you only got Wizards Pacers to compete with for that <laughs> yes, first uh, yes. half hour or 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you to gotta dip in, see uh, Bancaro, and, and see. Yeah, those two teams, everybody's like, one of them could surprise, you know, yep. in the Eastern Conference, so which one will it be? Yeah, Very that, that game always has, the Pistons game always has the benefit of going up against the Pacers game. Yeah, That's, that's yeah. the only that's rival from yeah. the 7 to 7.30 window. Are you watching Magic? Pistons or are you watching Wizards Pacers? The Cavs get, the win, Cavs Magic. get 7 o'clock starts when they, they're they the home team too, yeah. don't they? Not when you go up to the big city of Toronto. No, no, Not no. tonight. You're in prime time <laughs> Canada, baby. Yeah, baby. The only other show is Shit's Creek that's on at 7.30. <laughs> Two channels in Canada. <laughs> Which creek what are you watching there? tonight? Shit's Creek or the Raptors game? <laughs> Honey, <laughs> what are we putting on tonight? You ever watch it, by the way? Yeah. You did? Dan? People loved Love Dan. I, I watched the whole series. That was like Are one of my serious? first pandemic watches. Wow. Yeah. Heartwarming. Really? That was, it's a great show. Shit's Creek <laughs> is the best a single episode. piece of Canadian content I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Better than this? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're in America now, buddy. Uh, How dare you? Uh, sorry, it, it passed Littlest Hobo for me. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good. Nice. All right. Love nice. to hear your Can top five call. Canadian shows, Trey. Okay. But not now. We'll do it another time. <laughs> yeah, wait, oh, you got it? You got it chambered? Let's hear it. Yeah. Okay. I got it chambered. Number one, Shit's Creek. Okay. Yeah. Number two, Littlest Hobo. <laughs> Number three, Man Tracker. <laughs> Great show. Well Great show, man. Well done. Uh, number four, Court Cuts. <laughs> and number five, the basketball Jones. Oh, oh wow! You made the list. Wow. Yeah, I I thought it was awesome that the score was able to get 127 hours of NBA coverage during the 2010-11 season. That was big to me. <laughs> Are you making what deep you court cut references? I don't know what you're even I'm talking. Deep score marketing materials references. Like, there's like literally Matt Austin and maybe Joe Ross are giggling right now. Like, that's it. That's the only two people listening that, to this. You don't think Jonathan are... Savage is listening? No, no. He didn't okay. listen when we were there. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Draymond Green. Uh, that was good. Uh, we talked about it on the pregame stream, but for everybody just catching the podcast here, um, Draymond Green debuted a new all-access series, The Countdown, during pregame last night. Uh, we were trying to figure it out on the fly, but I think I've got it, okay? <laughs> it was a 21-minute documentary, documentary in air quotes, featuring Draymond's journey throughout the preseason, including about five minutes or so of him talking about the Jordan Poole punch and then his uh, return to the Warriors. What was that? I still, I know you. We kind of know what it is, but I still don't know what it is. It's it. That's what it is. It's a yeah. it's a twenty minute little doc from Green and and other production companies that can you can now go and consume in little bite sized pieces. I guess. Mm. Will they be doing more as the season goes on? Is this like a season long thing? It's called the countdown, so I wouldn't think so. I I, I don't know that part. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay. 
That's a good. I don't think it's like hard knocks. I don't think so. No, I think it's just preseason. What an interesting huh. choice. What an Weird. interesting choice by Draymond Green to document this. Uh, people calling it Galaxy Brain Next Level. He's not talking about it on the podcast. He's making a doc about it. Listen, I don't think it's something that's going to bother the Warriors. I think they're just too, too good right. to let that bother them. Some other teams, it would fracture. I think. I mean, a guy punching another guy would fracture a team. A guy basically kicking off the best scorer of this generation from his team in in some way, shape, or form would fracture a team. But this Warriors team ain't gonna fracture. But I just think it's. Did you watch any strange. of it? Like, see any of the clips? I just saw it's the really one, weird. one, the one dramatic camera angle with Dre talking to the camera. Lights dim, very much of the score presentation. Actually, if we're going, we're hearkening back to our our score days. They used to do the, you know, the spotlight camera, and that's the spotlight camera on Draymond Green just talking about seeing it afterwards, which was an odd reaction, I think, uh, where he basically said, like, "Yeah, it was weird." <laughs> he said, "Quote to be totally honest with you, I never really knew how much it blew up." <laughs> that's what he said, hmm. looking right into the camera. That's what he said. But uh, he said he watched it 15 times, I thought. And uh, he was pissed off about it being leaked. I, I thought that was the thing he said. Mm. Uh, like, this is so stupid. This was so corny. It's like, I, I, I was yes. getting like, yes. I felt so embarrassed. I was getting the icks. Mm. Like, come on, Third-party embarrassment, huh? Yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, to me, all it really says is the Warriors are already past this. Like, yeah. There was questions if Draymond would get booed at ring night. Obviously not. He's not spurned. He's still beloved. If anything, it's just going to make Jordan Poole a bigger fan favorite and a bigger piece of the culture going forward. So, <laughs> weird. That's just that's just weird. We don't need a documentary for everything. And it, like, <laughs> yeah. and especially, like, <laughs> we don't. You're right, we don't. But also, he's the only narrator of this story where he punched a guy, and he was trying to make it seem like he's basically saying, like, you know, I was just at home with my kids. Like, there's a clip of him, like, hugging and kissing his, his little daughter. It's very sweet. But, like, while he's talking about punching his teammate. Like, oh, I'm the, you know, they made me into the villain. I'm the villain. What? Yeah. It's, so maybe the whole thing is staged. I mean, that's the other joke about this is, like, uh, <laughs> it's all wrestling. Well, at the very least, it, it seems hard to suspend somebody who's going to be premiering a show <laughs> on opening night. So I wonder if there was any a little weight on the scale there. Yeah, it also felt like they maybe, like, just sort of buried it. Like, we found out, like, five minutes before it was airing. That's true. That is yeah. true. It was no, like, it was very much buried, for sure. And I was like, oh, okay, this is a thing. We're all trying to figure out, what the hell is this thing? What the hell is this yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't advertised all that well. You'd think it'd be promoted to some degree. It was made by Warner Brothers. Yeah, Warner uh, Brothers Omaha um, Productions, which is uh, Peyton Manning's company, and then then Green's own production company. Yeah, and Draymond Green is employed also, easy to forget, but oh, yeah. also employed yes. by TNT. Yes. In relation to Warner Brothers Media. So there's there's obviously ties all there. So an odd situation that it was you're totally correct in saying they didn't promote it because where we are in the season, they kind of wanted to bury it. And and you hear that little 30 second clip. That's all I watch of is a 30 second clip, you know, put that little nugget and, you know, zoom out to the warrior celebration of winning championships. And it's just so clear to see that they'll move on from Draymond green. They'll move on from Steph Curry. Like everybody in that organization, it's a very much a Spursy thing. It's a Tim Duncan thing. The Spurs have moved on from Tim Duncan. Basketball is bigger than, you know, these little, little things that, that go on. And that's why they're so good, because they're able to do this. This would crush or other organizations, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it would just derail them. It would derail, derail their yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and true. not for these dudes. They'll be fine. You don't, and, you don't uh, agree with, uh, I think it was uh, Bill Simmons and KOC talking about, uh, you know, they were playing uh, body language doctors about the ring ceremony and Draymond Green, how what? he was uh, interacting with, uh, I'm serious, is what they were interacting saying. Interacting with who? They thought it was weird with the other teammates. Oh. Curry in particular, the rest of the crew. Like he was... You know, he wasn't maybe his uh, regular dream on. Walking on eggshells a little yeah. bit. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a fair enough reading, but once they got on the court, Jordan Poole laced Draymond with an incredible assist, and they high-fived. So I value yeah. that a little bit more. There you go. Mm, yeah. Uh, final piece of news. Barkley and Shaq to remain with Inside the NBA as the studio show is extended. Uh, yeah, this was on Monday. Warner Brothers Discovery uh, Sports said they reached long-term contract extensions with all the guys, Ernie, Charles, Kenny, and Shaq. The uh, the quartet there from inside the NBA. Anyone sh was anyone surprised? 
I guess I was surprised yeah. that it was 10 years. 10 years. That's yeah. a long deal. Yeah, I guess Chuck is the longest signed of the quartet. Okay. Uh, that's what uh, Richard Deitch was saying of The Athletic. So I am not sure if it's all four mm. guys 10 years, which I think we originally thought might be counter to that. But yeah, mm. they all must have. What people are saying is like the deals extend well beyond the NBA's current rights agreement with Warner Brothers Sports Discovery, which expires in 24-25. So, yeah, so Warner Brothers does good. still own TNT, still still yeah. employs Draymond Green. So, yeah, there was definitely a connection there. Yeah, it's hard to remember all these corporate buys, even though they used to own us. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, the whole Charles Barkley thing, he said that he didn't want to die beside Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> on the desk. <laughs> and that's why he was going to retire or stop this daily television thing. All right. Daily, he doesn't work daily. Come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Charles doesn't work daily. Uh, but but this contract with NBA and TNT, when this first one, this next contract, I should say, was over, which was when, yeah, somewhat s- soon, yeah, a couple yeah. years from now. Yeah. Then the conversations with Chuck happened with Live Golf, if you remember that right. a couple months ago, where Live Golf was going to give him the check of all checks, and there was the conversation there. He went on. Uh, um, Dan Patrick. Dan was Patrick. It? That's yeah. correct. Yeah, and Dan Patrick asked him, you know, how much is that? <laughs> how much does? Or what are you going to do when you sign that check? And he said, Well, we're going to go out for dinner, Dan. Like there was going to, it, it, it was <laughs> going to be a huge dollar figure, and that's why I guess uh, TNT. Well, we're we're a real Richard Deitch in it here, yeah, but yeah. that's why TNT discussed it with him and said. Let's get this done. So I guess the other guys aren't coming along for the ride, which I would think Chuck would do. He's such a good dude. He would say, if I'm coming, Ernie's coming, Kenny's coming, well, Shaq's coming. Uh, I'm sure he's going to be buying people, as he did when we were there, plenty of drinks oh, and, geez, and yeah. meals. The bill is on check. <laughs> I can't wait to see the pictures of those receipts. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, they're all going to be there. But, again, by all reports, maybe Chuck is the, the, the sign the longest of the four. But this is going to take him. He is 59 now. So, I mean, knock it on 70. If he's retired this contract. I know, I know. But, you know, I guess you get maybe, wow. I don't know, 200 million thrown your way to come work once a week. Well, I mean, he's got to work a lot more during the NHL playoffs and NCAA tournament. <laughs> That's true. That's true. He goes to the we preakness. <laughs> That's right. Uh, amazing. Uh, all right, let's take our final mm-hmm. break. When we come back, we got our pick and results, which we made on the pregame stream last night. We'll make tonight's picks, and we got Tweet of the Night. Don't go anywhere. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Okay, we made our picks for uh, last night's Sixers-Celtics game uh, right before the game tipped off. It was Boston favored by three and a half at home. Tass and I went with the Beantown boys. They came through with the victory to cover that spread. Trey had the Sixers. That's an early L. We also talked about uh, switching it up this year and uh, maybe the winner of the Pick'em payoff when it comes to the end of the month get something nice done for them there was talk about uh what going to pick up like uh, dry cleaning yeah uh, sharpening knives sharpening knives <laughs> yeah. was discussed i saw jd was in the chat suggested that the winner should get a crown for the entire episode and the loser is their butler yeah okay this is, these are options these are options I, I like the winner getting something nice i have a i have an idea for the first one okay okay excellent okay. Done. Save, save it save it Done. um all right well let's get to tonight's pick see if uh Trey can get back in this. Uh, don't want to fall behind uh, too early here, of course. And uh, we are picking tasks between the Pelicans uh, and the Nets game. So many games on the sked. This one jumped out at me. Which team do you believe in? Uh, I've got an anti-bias against the Brooklyn Nets, so I went against them and I took the Pels, who are plus three and a half. They just have to lose by three or less or win the game, obviously, while the mm-hmm. Nets are favored by three and a half at home to New Orleans. Who the heck knows (laughs) what's going to happen in this game? I just feel like after watching the Lakers defense yesterday that 
it'll be uh, Zion penetrating that Nets defense, doing what he wants. But obviously, Kevin Durant can score 600,000 points when he wants to. So a lot of points on the board, I think. TK, tonight. was this just a flip of the coin for you, or how did you come to your decision? Uh, I was swerving on myself, to be quite honest. I wanted to take the Pelicans, but then I realized I took the Sixers last night. Road dog lost. I <laughs> couldn't do it again. And, you know, the Nets are going over this year, so got to get the win early. <laughs> it is a weird thing. With the home openers for teams, you tend to think, ah, oh, they're going to they're do it for their home crowd. Yeah. You know? So there's a bias against the, against the road teams. But I just can't pick the Nets. I just can't do it. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> that's very fair. I'll go with them, though, to uh, cover that three-and-a-half-point line. Okay. It's time for Tweet of the Night. Mm. Tweet of the Night. Wow. Tweet. Uh. Yeah, Tweet of the Night. It goes to us. Huh? Yeah. Well, sort of. We're starting the season with a bang, though. At No Dunks Inc. going viral last night. We were on Inside the NBA. Yeah. Because this fun, fun video of Draymond Green's green suit that was... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, chroma key. Chroma key. Thank you, JD. Chroma key with uh, Jordan Poole's face there. Draymond suit is money, about 140 million. And uh, this took off. And I say it was sort of us, obviously coming from the No Dunks Inc. Uh, Twitter account. But uh, we got our guy Jerome working in the background. Yeah, Jerome! One night of the NBA season, this guy helping us out, doing some stuff for No Dunks, part of the team now. And he uh, basically drops a video, a seven second clip that gets 2 million views. <laughs> Our most viral anything ever. Uh, <laughs> to the point where we, I was like, I guess I got to put up a subscribe to the podcast. Yeah, folks. Uh, you got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah, at Black Dragon Roll. That's Jerome on Twitter. Go uh, hit him up with a follow. He's going to be helping us out uh, for uh, throughout the season here with the uh, fun clips and, and helping JD out behind the scenes. We're going to get him down here to the Classic Factory at some point. He's up in Toronto right now. Um, but yeah, wow. What a start for him. Amazing. I think that seven-second clip, just because we're Canadian, because Jerome is Canadian, can act as one of the top five Canadian shows of all <laughs> wow, time. Wow. I mean, probably seen more than Court Cuts or uh, who is number five on your list? Us. Uh, oh, us. <laughs> Definitely seen more than us. I was seen two million times. And, yeah, NBA and TNT starting their season off with a bang, throwing up some No Dunks Inc. content. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what was Ernie Johnson's comment about uh, Draymond Green? Coming off the top rope yeah. with the atomic elbow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Draymond Green just AEW tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because if people didn't see the Draymond Green clip, he's walking in with the fresh green suit saying, "I feel like money." Yeah, and then our man Jerome Chroma Keyed, yeah, the Jordan Pool face, <laughs> which which is a really good face to Chroma Key, yeah. I guess <laughs> it fit like on the suit so really well. Like you could tell it was Jordan Pool. Yeah, like, Pool easily was great. Uh, and yeah, you feel like 140 million bucks. Oh, there it is. Good start, Beauty. Jerome. Uh, what do you got tonight? Five million. Uh, yeah. Five million views yeah, nowhere, in the chamber. Nowhere to go but down yeah. here, Jerome. Yeah, <laughs> great stuff. What a start. Uh, all right, we'll call it there, guys. We got shows all week long. We got a show later today a lot of you were wondering with the nba season now starting what does that mean for is this good Matty o's podcast where he jumps on with some of us and and asks the hard-hitting questions and we debate whether weird things are good or not well don't you worry it's not going anywhere 1 30 p.m eastern today jd myself and great and gordian from <laughs> the no breaks podcast our formula one podcast he's jumping on with us this is a man that has takes oh yes <laughs> he's got takes That's he ain't afraid funny. to fire them so i think we're gonna have a really fun episode of is this good today there's a i know one of the topics is shareable plates at a restaurant when you're ordering <laughs> oh gordian from the top rope yeah he's not gonna like yeah, that yeah the plates are out here comes gordian <laughs> to destroy the table yeah so uh we've got that We'll be uh, debating um, whether it's good to call like a like a service worker that's wearing a name tag by their name on their name tag. Great oh, question. That's Great a good question. one. Oh, that's tough. And a whole lot more. I do that so, all the time. Steve oh. Kirby's voting good on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure thing, Nancy. <laughs> Yeah. Now, now, Jonathan, where's the paint? In this Home Depot. <laughs> it is Jonathan. Do you go by John? Johnny? 
Uh, okay, so that's Is This Good? 1.30 p.m. Eastern here in the No Dunks YouTube feed and podcast feed. And tomorrow, back, No Dunks Daily. Maybe we'll do the old uh, segment where we uh, touch on every single game. Throw it around the horn. Oh, yeah, there's fun. baseball games on. We're oh, throwing around the horn. God, oh, there's a 4 o'clock. There's a 7 or 7.30. Holy there's God. a survivor that's going to be out of sync from Fiji at 8. How long are we talking for uh, Survivor? It's an hour. It's, it's an hour. Shorty. It's just shorty record tonight. it. Watch it. It's 40 minutes. Just I don't know how to record things anymore. <laughs> It'll be done in time to watch Hornets Spurs. Yes. Dibs on Hornets Spurs recap tomorrow. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we might uh, touch on all of these games. So we'll see you. If we don't see you for this, it's good. We'll see you at 10 a.m. Eastern here from the Classic Factory. Until then, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. Remember, 6-4-3 is a double play. See you later. Brace the day, people. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs>